Welcome to the Yogi MD podcast. It's Nadine, yoga teacher, health coach, and retired doctor, here to bring you and your body together, not in sickness, but in health. Thanks for taking this time for yourself. It was early January, and I had just opened YouTube to search for a strength training video. In the recommendations, I saw a video called The Godmother of Drumming Plays Down with the Sickness. It was a metal song by the band Disturbia. Frankly, the drummer looked like a piano teacher my girls had when they were kids. I was intrigued. Here's a taste of what I heard, courtesy of Drumio. And after I was done freaking out, I made it a top priority to find the drummer, Dorothea Taylor. I hope you have as much fun listening as I did in getting to talk to Dorothea. Good morning. I'm doing well. So, Dorothea, how did music come into your life? Well, my mom says that or said that uh, just from the time I was two and three years old, she could tell that I wanted to play music. I had one of those teeny tiny pianos, kind of like um, Peanuts, Linus and Lucy. (laughs) (laughs) And I would cry because I couldn't get it to make the the songs that I probably had in my head. So then by third grade, I was eight, I started piano. And I took piano lessons for six years. In sixth grade, I signed up for saxophone. Because the reason I had to sign up for saxophone, because there were, they didn't take girls on drums then. So I only did that for a little bit in sixth grade. And all this time, I had been watching drummers on TV, on like the Ed Sullivan show. Just I was watching every drummer that I could possibly watch. But the lucky thing in my small hometown, this is upper Michigan, right on Lake Superior. We were lucky enough to have a drum and bugle corps. So lucky. And so I saw the drum corps marching in all kinds of parades in the summertime festivals and everything. And I watched the drums the whole time. And I just couldn't stand it any longer. And so by eighth grade, I said, well, people are probably going to laugh at me, but I'm going to go and try out And when I got there, there was one other girl there. And she had been there several months. And so we became best friends, still still are. And so we were the only two girls that marched the whole time that I was in. I was in it for six years. What did it feel like to be one of two girls in the drum corps? Well, I don't remember it feeling after I got playing and you know, marching and being in in core for that long, we were just in there and the drum corps was, we traveled in buses every week for the whole summer. It was just like a big family. And I don't remember there being any problem. There wasn't anything said once I got in there, but like I had mentioned, 
you didn't really see girls playing drums. You didn't see them really on TV. Uh, and so the band directors weren't allowing them. And still to this day, they in some schools, now not all schools, but some schools mm-hmm. still try to uh, sway the, the females onto like uh, flute and clarinet and piccolo and things like that. They don't really talk about, sure, go and try out for drums. Although when I watch Instagram, every day it seems like I'm finding more female drummers. So they are out there right now. What is it about drumming that fulfills you maybe more than piano? I loved taking piano at first, but the whole time I was playing piano, like I said, I was watching drummers on TV and just wishing that I could do that because I had this rhythm inside of me. And just like today, everything is like rhythmic. If I'm walking, mm-hmm. if I walk up the steps somewhere, I'm not, I could be in a conversation and I can tell you how many steps I went up by counting. You know, my internal clock is saying one, two, three, four, one, two, three. Four. I totally get it. And don't people think you're crazy because I can hear in the background like the buzzing of the refrigerator or the rhythm of the uh-huh. dishwasher, uh, something clanking in there. You or, can turn. Wow, yeah. And then I start to dance or <laughs> tap out a beat. And my kids don't think I'm crazy, but sometimes my husband does. <laughs> yep. Yesterday we were in the car and it was raining because it's been raining off and on for the last week. We have a new car and the wipers go in a different direction mm-hmm. than n- normal. And so it was going. Well, I was hearing that. So I started tapping my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband looks over at me with just like a disgusted look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have to indulge us. They know. They know we're not normal. <laughs> I don't think drummers are normal because we are the beat keepers and we have to know where that downbeat is. We have to know if we have finished the fill at the end of the four counts in one measure. We have to know all of that. Here's a clip from the Drumio video of typical scenarios Dorothea has encountered when trying out for a drum gig. Find the link to the video in the show notes. Hi, I'm here to play on the worship team. Uh, The organ's in the back. No, I'm here for the audition for drums. Oh. I've always been called a, a librarian because I look like a librarian and I play like a barbarian. That's what, <laughs> that's what I've been nicknamed. <laughs> I love that. Can you give us some examples of situations you've been in where you've been prejudged? If I had long flowing blonde hair and I had some tattoos and I had, I wore leather. I would have gotten a lot more gigs 
this is my opinion, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure because some of the girls on Instagram, if you watch them, they have this hair that just falls in their face. And some of them wear little skimpy, skimpy, they look like almost like a bra top. And the comments, I read the comments on purpose. It's guys commenting how, you know, awesome. But the person wasn't even all that awesome. It was just that she was looking awesome to them. That's interesting. So it's mm-hmm. not necessarily about the technique and what I described that drew me to what I saw on your video versus what might be for mass consumption, if I may. Maybe it's about the entertainment value and the look yeah. rather than yeah. the uh, quality. <laughs> yes. And I can't really blame them because if you had, you know, some rockers, say you had four guys up there and then you had somebody that looked like me back there behind the drums, even though I can play better than a lot of the male drummers that they chose, you know, they, they all blended together. So did you hear no very often? I didn't hear the word no because I didn't actually exert myself in saying I want to be in your band when I worked in the music store every single musician would come in there during the day it was like a big party it was the best thing ever it was so much fun everybody was coming in there by guitar strings drumsticks taking their amps in the back to get fixed you know choosing new new drums so they knew me And I would even teach some of the drummers that would come in new techniques, new things that they could use on their drums. So they were working drummers three, four, five times a week even. And they would come in to me to ask advice, but yet never got asked to play in any of those bands. Hmm. Because I don't drink, I don't smoke, I've never done drugs, I've never done any of that. I think that's part of it too. Hmm. But I have been in bands now, and somebody found out about me, and so I started doing Broadway-type shows, theater productions. Oh, wow. So I did several of those. After I did several of those, that's when I started at the music store. But I started teaching drumline. Hmm. So I've been doing that for a long time, and I've always had private students. Now I'm doing, since all of a sudden I've just become famous over... over Instagram, I've been doing some online teaching. And so I've been enjoying that. How were you found on the online forum for YouTube? I had been on Instagram because my daughter is on Instagram. So I got on Instagram, but I didn't want to look up. She looks up fashion and things like that, how to decorate your home and everything. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I don't really care about that. (laughs) So I said, okay, I'll. I'll do Instagram, uh, but I will only just go to to drumming and find some good drummers. And so I started putting up just small little things, and I put up one uh, rudiment sheet or rudiment exercise from my kitchen. And somebody saw it, and somebody else saw it, and somebody else saw it, and it got 102,000 views on it within a week or two. Mm. And I think that's when it happened. And so when I saw that, I said, oh, gosh, I've got to put more stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I just started adding. 
apparently Drumeo saw me along with a lot of other people and they invited me to Vancouver. I was kind of shocked when they, they called. I said, are you sure you want me? It's so inspirational to see someone who doesn't fit the cover, the typical right. cover, because whenever I pull up my Instagram accounts and, and I look for drummers to follow, it's typically a male. It is because it's, it's, uh, it's still, a, as you said, a male dominated industry, but it was so refreshing to see someone like you and to feel like, okay, there's someone I can aspire to be. I haven't been playing drums that long. It's only been about seven years or so. I picked them up really late. I've never felt like I fit in anywhere either. I don't have the typical drummer looking cover. You, you know, you didn't look like the typical drummer, so it caught my no. eye immediately. No, and that in and itself was something I, I felt was just so something to celebrate. However, you were able to have such calm command over your technique and execution, the sound, the power, the correctness of the texture for the different parts of the song. You could see the love. And you could see the passion for the craft and the art is what I'm trying well, to say. That sounds great. I appreciate all those kind words. I mean, let me tell you, again, I am it. not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> So why was it important to you to deliver that message, not judging a book by its cover? Well, I guess after all, all of the years that I've been doing it, it was a, a platform, I guess. And since that video came out with that platform, I get so many messages every single day on mm -hmm. Instagram message. I'm I'm 55 year old female and I've always wanted to play the drums. I'm going to start now. And mm. I just had so many like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, We need it. We, we need that messaging. If you're 55 and you want to start and it's really for you and it's, it's something to satisfy something within your own heart, oh, it doesn't yes. mean that yep. you need to go and be in a band. No. I mean, it, no. Red Hot Chili Peppers won't come ask you to be in the band with them. However, right. you <laughs> that's not what you want. Yeah, you have a drum set set up in your house somewhere, and that is your your getaway time. And mm -hmm. I I can have uh, a migraine and or a migraine coming on, and I'll come up here in my drum room and just start playing and go back downstairs, and my migraine is gone. It's a release. Mm -hmm. I had a student, because we live here in Myrtle Beach, there's a lot of Canadians that come. We call them the snowbirds, and they come for the winter. And they come usually before Christmas, and they'll stay until spring. Well, somehow he found me, and he was, he might have been 70, late 70s, 78, 79, when oh, he started. Really? Yes, he had had a career. And he had some skills on the piano, but I can't remember whether when he started piano. So he had some knowledge of 
notes and the value of the notes and everything. But he wanted to play the drums. And so we did weekly lessons and he would just practice there in the uh, hotel room, Mm -hmm. just on on a practice pad. And then he would go back to Canada and then apply what we talked about and all. And he had his books with him and he would start putting it on the drum set. Well, he has, has to be, he might be 90 now. He plays three times a week in three different bands. Really? Yes. And he loves it. He absolutely loves it. He plays at like retirement homes and uh, just gets together with other older retired musicians and they, they just jam. So he plays with three different groups and it's so awesome. And That's it wonderful. Him, it keeps him going. It keeps him healthy. Mm-hmm, exactly. He has no health problems other than just, you know, the usual, when you get that old, you get a little stiffer in walking and, you know, sitting and standing really quickly and things like that. Mm-hmm. But he's great health. If you have a passion, whether it be drums or something that you've always wanted to do, do it. Don't hold yourself back for some reason. Do it. And especially if you love drums, pick up some drumsticks, get a practice pad. And there's so much information on online now, YouTube and Drumeo has a, you know, a fantastic course along with other people that like Steven Taylor is doing uh, Mike Johnston and all those guys, they have fantastic drum courses. Go to my uh, Instagram page and see my kitchen videos. I have a lot of exercises that I do drum exercises just for my kitchen with my practice pad. You've definitely (laughs) inspired me even more to keep practicing and to find more creative ways to do so. What is your personal definition of what it means to be a healthy woman? Well, I'm just thinking, you know, just staying active, having something in your life that makes you happy, that makes you move around. I have a grandson that comes over every day after school. I've had him really every day since he was born uh, because my daughter and her husband work. And so just having that baby, and then as he's growing up, he's 11 now. He has some videos on my Instagram. I saw But, mm-hmm. you know, we're out on scooters, you know, the pedal that you push yourself. We'll go down the street on that or play basketball or frisbee in the yard and just things like that. So just getting off of the, the chair or the couch and going and doing something, be productive in the world. I'm 69 now, and so I don't want to have to just sit all day long. I want to try to move around and do things and make my day pass quicker. I want to stay healthy that way. I'm not an exercise person, but I do. My daughter uh, told me to tell you that uh, when we play those gigs, those four-hour gigs, (sighs) my uh, Apple Watch 
clocks those as steps because I'm moving my feet and everything. Oh, and yeah. at the end of, end of a gig, I could have 16,000 steps, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which that's, that's exercise. Undoubtedly. I am so, so very grateful for your time. I've been a total fangirl ever since I saw your video. My girls, I told them, I get to talk to Dorothea this morning. I'm so happy. <laughs> so I really, really thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Keep inspiring us, us ladies in the world to be rockers I, too. I will try. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> And now it's time for the Mindful Minute. Whenever you are doing an activity that requires sitting for long periods of time, don't forget to take breaks. Here's an easy one to let go of tension in your neck, shoulders, and wrists. Start by establishing long and even breaths in and out of your nose. Don't hold your breath at any time. Sitting up tall in mountain pose, Tilt your head from side to side. Next, turn your head from side to side like you are saying no. And now, tilt your head up and down as if you are saying yes. Next, roll your shoulders forward five times. Roll them backwards five times. Interlace your fingers. Roll your hands forward one at a time, holding on to the interlace. Release your fingers and now stack the opposite thumb and fingers on top as you interlace your fingers again. This is going to feel uncomfortable because this is not how you are used to interlacing your fingers. Roll your hands backward, one at a time. And don't forget to connect with me at yogimd.net and follow Dorothea on her Instagram and YouTube channel. Thanks for being here. See you next time. (music) 